Welcome to the Preaching Cross Church podcast. Today we're with our good friend Terry Whitson, and uh, Terry has experienced a lot of transition in his walk with the Lord. And what we're going to do today, we're going to talk to Terry about what transitions look like in the life of a believer. How do you know that it is God leading you to change careers? or perhaps to change churches or change ministry roles. How does a Christian know to follow the will of God? So, Terry, let's talk first about how does a believer begin to sense that God is calling them to walk away from something, perhaps even that they're very invested in, and they're really wrestling, saying, is it God telling me that it's time to walk away? What would you say to that? Well, it's a good question, Brother Chad. I think that uh, transition always comes to all of us at one point in life, or many times in life, I'd rather say, because it's 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 challenging. Transitions are difficult, but I think with answering your question, there comes a stirring or an unsettledness on the inside, hmm. and uh, and it it needs to be what I would call on the level of your spirit, not just on the level of your mind or of your soul, your your thinking. Because we become unsettled in one area, uh, and it has to do with our minds and so forth. I know in my own life, in years gone by, I was in a place in ministry, and and I was un, unhappy. And even though circumstances in one sense were very good, the circumstances, I matter of fact, the time I was making the most money I'd ever made, living in the best conditions for my family I'd ever we'd ever been in, but there was an unsettledness that came into me. Uh, in my, in, in I would say, in my heart, in my spirit. But the circumstances were also working at the same time that were negative. And so I came to this point. I said, well, Lord, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going nowhere because the Lord had led us to this place. We were there. And the circumstances in one sense were good, but the other circumstances were not good. And, and so I'm struck. I had some struggle going on, but I said, Lord, I'm here. I, I'm not going anywhere. And I would base this on the prayer of consecration that Jesus talked about in the garden. He said, Father, not your will be done. My, not my will be done. Your will be done. And so that's when I said, Lord, I'm not going anywhere. My wife and I agreed. We're going to stay right here until you show us otherwise. And so we committed to that end. Two weeks later, I had a release. I don't know how to explain sometimes these things. It's an inward knowing. Mm. I would put it on this level. As you know that you're a child of God, you have a knowing. The scripture says his spirit bears witness with our spirit. That's out of Romans 8. His spirit bears witness with our spirit that we're children of God. You have a knowing that you're a child of God. You have a knowing about some of these things when you enter a place of transition that there's a release. We had a release. Now, here's an issue here. I had a release, but what am I going to do? I have a release. I'm no longer to stay at this place, this point where the Lord had us. But, okay, now, where, where do you go from here? What's the next step? I like something I heard Lester Summerall say years ago. Now, Lester Summerall was a a missionary, an apostle to the nations. He's since gone to be with the Lord. He said this concerned the will of God for your life. This applies to every believer. And when he said it, I thought, oh, gosh, that's not anything. 
But as I began to meditate on what he said, I saw it being profound. He said, concerning the will of God for your life, do what you know to do now. In other words, it made me think of the scripture. The steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. Not leaps. The steps. You do what you know to do day by day. And so in that situation for us, we had a release. The Lord was releasing us from that where we were at that place and that time in, in ministry. And then we began to do what we know to do, and the Lord led us to another city, and my wife went to Bible school thereafter. Where I'd already been there earlier myself, the Lord let us go back there, and she went to Bible school. Hmm. Terry, you talked about how at that moment in your life, you were comfortable. Yes. More or less. And I've known very few people that have been in the same area of ministry or career for extremely long periods of time. It, it seems to me, walking through life as I see transitions happen, it seems to me like God almost intentionally stirs the waters. Yes. He, when you start to get comfortable, when you said you were making the most money you've ever yes. made. You were the, it seems like God says, okay, it's time for the next thing. Why does he do that? I think we go through phases in life. We have the phases that God has a uh, has a purpose for our life, and he don't always show us exactly what all those things are going to, to do, how it's going to play out for us. You know, my wife and I have been watching some things about Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel is an actor who played the part of Jesus in the movie The Passion. And Jim wanted to be a, a Navy SEAL. And he, he applied to the academy, the Naval Academy, three times and was turned down and then ended up in Hollywood, and he's a, a well-known actor today. Again, these transitions, as, as it was for him, he's doing what he knows to do. And, of course, Jim's a believer, and he doing what you doing what you know to do, and then the Lord will take you from place to place over a period of time. If we have the benefit of living a long life, uh, you, you, the Lord is going to take us to different places, and sometimes he will lead us to places we do not want to go. I'm talking about for believers. He may take you to a place you you really don't want to go there, but he has a purpose in fulfilling it. You might be real comfortable, say, for example, in a local church. You might be completely content and satisfied. I don't want to go nowhere. But the Lord begins to say, I want you, to, I want you over here. You say, Lord, I really don't want to go there. For people listening that may, they may not have experienced a lot of change, a lot of transition in their life. So maybe they're coming to a point in their life where they are experiencing this pull, this tug of something that's just going to be a huge transition for them. Speak to that in this sense. The anxiety, mm -hmm. the worry, yes. the late nights of staying up and, and pondering over these things. How do we pray for peace in these moments? Excellent, excellent question. Uh Eric, I think in, in light of the, the issue comes back to being led by the Spirit of God so that you can have peace. We don't have to be led by circumstances or by chance or, or, or uh, by situation. We can be led by the Spirit of God. The, Jesus said, the Scripture says in Romans, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. In the Old Covenant, they were led by casting lots. They were led by, we know about Gideon's fleece. We're not led by those things. Those are Old Covenant practices. We're led by the Spirit. You So how does that work? You're led by peace. You're led by the peace of God. If you don't have peace in a matter, 
Say you got, got you got a job offer to move from Tupelo, Mississippi to to Phoenix, Arizona, and it's a great job offer. Maybe you're gonna make you offered you twice the money. They're gonna provide you a home and maybe a brand new car. You say I've never had anything like this offered. But if you don't have peace in your spirit, you don't do it. It don't matter what the situation looks like. Oh, you can be the other way around. The circumstances could be horrific on the other side, but you've got peace in going. The circumstances say, no, don't go. You're going to make less money. You're going to live in, in a lesser situation, but you've got peace on the inside about doing this. And if you're married, you're going to look to see if your mate has the same witness or not. They should have the same peace in them that you have. And if they don't have peace, you need to wait till you both have peace in the matter. You, you ask the question about praying. So you say, Lord, lead us. Father, we pray that you would lead us by your spirit. Witness in our hearts what we're to do. We, we refuse to be anxious. The scripture says, be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So you make your request known. Lord, lead us by your spirit. My niece, another niece that I have who lives up in Virginia, I was talking to her through email here a few weeks ago. And they've been teaching in schools, she and her husband, for a period of time up in Virginia. And she said, well, would you pray with us? We're considering relocating. So we're talking about transition. We're talking about people who've been established in jobs for a period of time, and they got a, they got a stirring in them. And I said, well, this is what I would encourage you to do. I would say, I would pray, Lord, lead us by your spirit. And the same scriptures I mentioned earlier. Claim these scriptures. Lord, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. I like the scripture that I've prayed for myself many times through transitional periods. It comes out of the Psalms. It says, Lord, you, you said you would teach me and instruct me in the way that I'm to go and counsel me with your eye upon me. I would claim that scripture in this, if, I'm, if I find myself in a place of transition and I need leadership. Do I go this way? Do I move from here to there? My wife and I, have we have lived I counted up one time. I think we've we have li we have lived in I guess twenty one, been in twenty one different homes. Some of those that we we had uh, that were our homes or people who had taken us into their home for a time. So we have experienced living in different places, different states. So is that kind of answering yeah, the question, absolutely. Eric? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's difficult. Transition is a difficult place, but the thing is, keep fear shut out. Don't allow the fear in. Refuse to be anxious and ask the Lord to guide you by his spirit to where you know in your heart this is what the Lord wants us to do. Terry, I want to ask you, what is the process like as you know, someone feels in their spirit that the Lord is telling them change is coming? Proverbs says in chapter 4, verses 26 and 27, Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. Mm -hmm. what is the, what's the process? How do you avoid swerving? How do you, how do you ponder the path of your feet so that when, when, as you are walking through that change, all of your ways are sure, and you're confident in what the Lord's doing in you. Well, this, the Scripture says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. I mean, it comes out of Proverbs. Again, he, if you commit your way, 
I, I remember hearing something a, 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 a sister in the Lord said years ago. She said, and I'll preface it with this, because people can be fearful. I'm going to miss God. I don't want to miss God. They're just so fearful. The Lord doesn't want us to be fearful. But she said this, which really what blessed my heart. She said, if my heart is to obey God, and my heart is set to obey him, but say in this circumstance, I miss him, he, because of my heart, will get me back where I need to be. So if my heart is set to obey him, he is going to help, he's going to get me there. He's going to direct my steps, even if I mess up. So don't be afraid to mess up. Don't let fear grip you. You're going to have to shut fear out and renounce it. Fear is a spirit, and God's not given us a spirit of fear, as we know. He's given us a, he's given us a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. Terry, does God's purposes change? with different seasons of our lives? Well, I can speak from experience for myself. We've seen that uh, happen in our lives. We've seen it in the lives of others uh, because God has a plan for our life, all of us. And we sometimes people think that God has a plan for ministers. No, God has a plan for all of us. As he says in Jeremiah, he says, I know the plans I have for you, plans for welfare and not calamity to give you a future and give you a hope. So God has a plan for each and every one of us. And that plan will develop over our life as we follow after him. He's going to lead us in pathways of his righteousness. And it's not always going to be the same. But the struggle comes into play is when we get into our comfort zone. We've, we've got ourselves established, we're happy where we are, we're doing what we want to do, and everything seems to go along fine. Then all of a sudden, on the inside, there's just this unsettledness, and the Lord could place that unsettledness in you, or he might speak to you in a dream. He could, he could speak to you through someone up ministering the Word of God. All of a sudden, that Word just hits them. The Lord can tell you, look, I've got a different purpose for you, and I don't want you in this place. I want to put you in a different place. And, uh, and sometimes we think if, if, we, if we don't fight the fear as we should, we want to stay here because we're real comfortable. God wants to move us out of comfort zones from time to time so he can fulfill his purposes, and it'll complete us. His plans, again, are good. And, but he will take us uh, from one place to another. So we, and I'm being redundant here, but we cannot be afraid to take the change that the Lord may have for our lives. I mean, matter of fact, I, years ago, a man who lived across the street, and I was a young man uh, at the time, and this man worked for the, for the company here in the city that we, we live in and uh, had a good job. I think he was a chemist, but uh, the call of God came to him. This man left it all, dropped all of that, and left it and went into ministry. We, you and I have a mutual friend here in this city who was a lawyer and uh, well-established, probably making six figures, well-to-do, working at probably the, the best well-known law firm in, in this city. And he, he had a reconnection with the Lord and left all of that and transitioned over into a different place of work in his life. Uh, and again, if, if people, and I, I'm, I'm beating the old drum again, do not be fearful about making a transition. The Lord will sustain you in that. Well, you talk about, you talk about the fear, uh, and, and I, can, I can understand that. I think it is a scary thing when you're thinking about uprooting your family Correct. or you're thinking about moving out of your comfort zone or it's a career change or whatever. When you're talking about that, 
the scripture that comes to my mind is Proverbs 19.21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. That gives Excellent. a lot of comfort to me. Sure does. That, yes, my plans will change, and, and my roles may change, mm-hmm. but it's the Lord's plans that ultimately will prevail for my life. I think there's a world of certainty there. There's mm-hmm. a world of comfort in that one verse. Even the image of God as our shepherd, I think there's so much to be said for that because what that image gives me is that God is not behind me pushing me into unknown areas. He's not pushing me into the darkness for me to try to figure out what he wants. No, a shepherd leads. Our shepherd is ahead of us. He's bidding us. Come, follow me. And every path that God leads me down, even if it's scary, even if it's dark, even if I don't have all the answers, every path that the Lord is leading me down, he's already walked that path, and he's deemed that good for my life. That's correct. That's correct. And it requires faith to follow him down some of those paths that seem sometimes seem pleasant and sometimes unpleasant. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll inject this. Jesus was led out by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. So he was led to a place that wasn't pleasant. He was led there by the Spirit. Sometimes we think the Lord is always going to lead us into a place of comfort. No, he may lead us into a place of difficulty so that we can be developed and mature and fulfill God's purposes at the same time. So we need to take that into view. Uh, Again, his desire for us is good, but he may lead us into a place uh, not to, not to tempt us, but he lead us into places that may not be comfortable and they may be difficult for us so that we might fulfill his purposes in those places as well. So faith is very important as we're going to walk these things out. Something I've experienced in my own life is I felt like I was in the right place in my life. So I had transitioned into a new career, a new job, a new ministry, and I felt that that was exactly where I needed to be. But over time, I didn't lose peace in my spirit about it, but I began to become discontent with where I was. And the thing that I figured out as I walked through this, because I was having the feeling like, well, maybe this is another transition. Maybe the Lord is calling me out of where I am. And what I began to see was the discontentment came from me not being close to the Lord. And instead of me transitioning out of where I was, the Lord was drawing me closer to Him. So uh, what is a practical way to know whether it's a transition or whether it's the Lord saying, no, I'm drawing you in at this moment. I'm making this difficult intentionally. That's an excellent question because this dilemma is presented to the saints in all kinds of different fashions, where it be a job or where it be staying in a local church or whatnot. And uh, sometimes that's, it's, it'd be honest with you, is somewhat difficult to answer the question. Again, if you got peace on the, out, on the inside, that's what you're going to go with. You're going to follow that peace. And the externals, these externals out here that we deal with, that become, they become uh, dissatisfied with or discomforting to us, we cannot let those be the things that move us. And they can move us. The Lord may want you in one place, and these externals out here come against us. They may be circumstances that come against us, and we don't want to deal with it. We want to escape those things because they don't please us. But yet the Lord wants us to, note the word, persevere, to be steadfast, to be immovable always abounding of the work of the Lord. So in all honesty, Eric, I'm, I'm, 
it's a, somewhat of a challenge to answer the question. But again, if the person will follow the peace on the inside, because it's exactly what you're saying, the Lord will have us drawing into him. Sometimes the circumstances are used to draw us closer to him. And that's what we need to do in these situations is draw close to him and not be moved by all these other things out here. Because in that intimacy, something the Lord ministered to me one night while I was asleep, because sometimes the Lord will minister to me while I'm asleep. And he, this is what I heard. The greatest, the great, this is a man, a man was declaring this, and I heard him say it over and over and over. The greatest commodity on the earth is intimacy with Jesus. The greatest commodity on earth is intimacy with Jesus. He repeated it over and over. And so in lieu of what you're talking about, that intimacy with him and you drawing close to him will help hold you when you need to be held in a place or release you when you need to go because you have intimacy with him. So many are led by their circumstances. I don't like it here. I don't like that. I don't like this church. I don't like that job. These people here please me. Those people over there don't please me. Whereas the Lord will have us stay in a place so that we can develop. And then sometimes after we developed, he say, okay, I don't want you here anymore. I want to move you down the road. And, and as ha being a pastor for many years, I want to say this, the Lord can move you from place to place because he's got purposes to he wants to fulfill in you or place in you in those places you wouldn't get at one place but sometimes he would want you to remain in a place and don't because in our society today people church hop everywhere mm -hmm. i don't like this i'm going to run over there and that's so counterproductive you know we, we had a family come come to us several years ago and they came to us they were a young family they had young children and they said, we don't know what's going on, but the Lord's telling us to leave preaching Christ. And they said, we don't understand because nothing's wrong. We love it here. We don't want to leave, but we know the Lord's telling us, what do we do? Wow. And we were able to bless them. We were able to send them out. And they went and visited churches, you know, for a few months. And they had no idea what was going on in their lives. But they knew the Lord was saying, it's time to go. Well, they ended up at a United Methodist Church in, in Kingsport. And not only have they gotten so involved and been there for uh, probably six or seven years now, now they're members of the worship team there. They lead the youth ministry there. Wow. They've had me come back and preach at their church <laughs> two other times. Wow. And we've able to been able to keep such a, a remarkable relationship, and they are right in their purpose. Excellent. They're right on target, right on mission. And uh, that was an unusual circumstance where they came and said, we have no idea what's going on. But we know the Lord's telling us it's time to go. Well, you know, in that in that in that view, it it tells you this wasn't their will. It wasn't what they wanted to do. So it's a God thing working here. Yeah. And the aspect, as we said earlier, and this is this is a, this is a safeguard, and it's a check. When you are married, you've got someone else that you can check these things off of to see if they have the same leading or the same witness. You know, and if they do have the same witness, then you've got common ground to move on. It's so important to, to, to validate one another in that way. One thing I want to say, and, then, and both of you feel free to jump in on this, I think with culture being what it is, and it's really easy for things to be convenient. It's easy to hop from church to church because if you don't like the worship at this church, you drive down the road. I think in careers and in ministry, God wants to test our resolve. 
Amen. He wants to test our metal. He wants yes. he wants to see if we're gonna if we're gonna stick it out and have faith and trust that. And I, and I don't think it's just in church. I think it's in your marriage. I agree. I think it's with your children. I agree. I think it's if you are in a secular job, if you're a lawyer or a trash man or whatever it is, you work for the city where you're at. I think God wants to test. You know, are you? He wants to put your faith to the test. I mm-hmm. think is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. He wants to test the resolve and and are you gonna stick it out? Exactly. And because so many, uh, as you've alluded to, in our, in our culture today, we don't want to pay a price. And there's a price to be paid to follow Jesus. This, Jesus said, whoever wishes to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, follow me. And there comes that place when you're going you're gonna to deny what you want to do to go do what he tells you to do. That might be a lesser job. It may be a lesser position. It might be, it might be remaining in a circumstance that's very, very difficult. But if, you'll, if you will submit yourself to God in that and yield yourself, the Lord will enable you to overcome in that. And you, you become, once you overcome in it, listen to this, once you overcome in it, you reign over it. Mm. So important. So important. But Terry, this has been an excellent conversation today. And as we finish today's episode, um, Terry, I just want to ask you, someone's listening and they're wrestling. They're trying to hear the Lord. They're trying to discern, is this what's best for my life? Is this what's best for my family? What do you say to them as they wrestle through this process? I remember my pastor saying to me many years, not to me personally, but he was speaking to the congregation one day, and this has been many years ago. He said, to follow peace is to follow wisdom. Wow. And if, if, if a person will pray, commit their way to the Lord, say, Lord, I'm committing my way to you. I'm not certain of what you want me to do, but I'm committing my way to you. Lead me by your spirit in what I'm to do, and I'm going to follow your peace in this matter. No matter how it turns out, I'm going to follow you in this because you are my shepherd. You said you would lead, and I'm going to follow you in this way. And as I have peace, I'm going to go in the direction you lead me. This is what I would tell them to do. Commit their way to the Lord, and he will direct their steps. Wonderful. Well, we thank you for listening today. Terry, thank you for being our guest again today. We've enjoyed. Well, we are praying for you. And if you are wrestling through a decision and you would like us to pray for you at Preaching Christ Church, we would love for you to contact us and tell us, tell us where you are. Tell us how we can pray for you. And we'll, we'll join in prayer with you as well. Well, thank you for listening today. And we hope this has been a great encouragement. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Preaching Christ Church podcast. Be sure to check us out online at preachingchristchurch.com or find us on Facebook. Welcome to Awaken to Grace. I'm so excited that you're here with us. We've got something a little different, a little fresh for you, a little newer. So a few years ago, Pastor Chad and myself, my name is Eric, we started a podcast through our church, Preaching Christ Church, and we are working very hard on launching a new podcast 
for Awaken to Grace, and these are some of the older episodes that we did just here a couple of years ago. We wanted to share our favorites with you guys, and hopefully that gives you something to look forward to coming in the new year. So we've got um, several topics that we're discussing, trying to, to push out some more content with our podcast, but here's a few of our old ones. We hope you enjoy them. Give us some feedback on Facebook. If you like them, let us know, and uh, we will have some great content coming for you very soon.